Hello. Aloha. All the things. All the things. Hello. Aloha. Hola. Uh, or, or I heard last week, I heard Ohio, which is hello in Japanese. No, it's not. No, it totally is. Ohio? It, Ohio. Ohio gozaimasu. It's hello, friends, or hello, people. You're making that up. I am not making it up. Ohio. I would be Go like. translate. A, I'd be a complete idiot if I walk into someone and say, Ohio. Well, people don't go to Michigan, <laughs> Michigan, <laughs> Indiana. It just so happens that we live in Ohio, but no, it is actually, and I, I was around a bunch of Japanese people last week. So there you go. Ohio was what they said. Ohio gozaimasu. Fun oh. facts with Angie there. and friends. <laughs> That's weird. Well, here we are again. It's good to be back. Uh, no guests this time, just you and me doing, doing coffee again. I know. I want you to notice that I have a very cool new mug. That says, Christ's presence in the midst of crisis. It's a four-square chaplain's mug that I got at my training last week. Tom and I both got one. We are celebrating 100 years as the four-square church, and we went back to California where it all began and got to go to Angelus Temple, which is right there in Los Angeles on Glendale Boulevard. We got to go there for a church service and a global summit, and we got to see where it all began. It was just the coolest thing. Okay, so obviously you have coffee in that mug because you're just like, talk, 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 go, go, it's go. So Here's cool. what I got. Because I got a cool mug. Did you bring one back for me? No, you're not a four-score chaplain. Oh, okay, well. I have a communion cup in my purse, so <laughs> there, if we're going to one-up each other. I had, a, I had a couple of those in my purse last week, too, but I, you know, took communion. It was funny because we were at a, a Foursquare conference. I know, Again, you just said that. A hundred years. So everybody <laughs> there was from all over the world, the Foursquare pastors and people who are in Foursquare churches all over the world. Oh, wow. 61 countries were represented. We had 5,200 people at the Anaheim Convention Center. And we had everybody from all 50 states that were there, all four square pastors and leaders. And I sat, well, this guy sat next to me. Turns out he was Portuguese because he had his translation going on his phone. And when the communion cup time came, you know, he's waiting for the translation. So I pulled out my communion cup and I looked at him and I tapped it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you know, and then he pulled out his cup and he was doing his prayers and stuff in Portuguese, which, you know, I don't speak Portuguese. So, yeah, it was kind of cool. So you did fast food communion. Uh, fast food communion. I have never heard it called that, but it is so true. Well, we started at our church during the pandemic with the individual, you know, yep. one side yep. grape juice, the other side the bread. We did the just, same thing. Yeah, fast food. Didn't we do that? Yeah, we did do that at my wedding because we used... But it wasn't the fast food. You and your family. It was. It was a very intimate moment from afar no you had no. other people oh yes. i was continuing to set up and do things put this here <laughs> kill kill that bee do this do that yes oh the bees yes oh my gosh anyway yeah we had a chalice that we took communion out of together but then everybody else had the fast food cups because yes. we were just out in the backyard of yes. your house so anyway speaking of backyard of your house do you know i met somebody the other day that's looking for an old gazebo and I was like, ours isn't for sale, but for I, the right price, <laughs> let's just say that. Why are they looking for an old gazebo? I guess they want a gazebo in their backyard. I said, I know some friends that just moved a gazebo because they didn't want it where it was. We didn't think it was going to make it, but this summer we're putting plants around it. I'm so excited. Oh, really? I yeah. haven't actually seen it in the new location, so I need to probably visit sometime. 
Sometime. Yeah. Sometime we'll, we'll come, have, have actually, you over. Yeah, right? Actually be friends and hang out. But you got to come to our house first. Okay. Then we'll come to your house after that. Okay. <laughs> a, little, a little tit for tat. How's that? Okay. <laughs> have you not heard tit for tat? I have, but it reminded me of the movie Chicago. Oh. Do you remember when Queen Latifah was singing? Well, it's been a long time since I've seen it. She's singing about reciprocity, mm-hmm. which is a big word, mm-hmm. which basically means tit for tat, right? Uh huh. But she said part of the things that she's singing is if they say that tit for tat is the way it is, then I've got a lot of tat yeah. to give. <laughs> which I thought was, oh, oh my. <laughs> oh, the things to remember. <laughs> to speak about on a podcast but that was just that's what reminded me when you said that because I heard those words of that song and went oh <laughs> anyway where do we go from here <laughs> yeah just downhill apparently so anyway I'm back from California do you know you guys experienced beautiful weather all week here in Ohio and we were freezing in California with overcast skies and it was barely over 70 degrees Oh, bummer. Yeah. But were you indoors a lot for the event? Sure. But we wanted to go to the beach. Right. And we wanted to go and sit in the pool and blah, blah, blah. So we get there. We checked in early and we went and sat by the pool. We went into the hot tub because, of course, that was warm. Right. Now, the pool is actually a heated pool. So it was nice. But getting out was the problem. Right. And then they had one of those kids area water park things. Just oh, a nice. little one. Just a little one. But there were kids in there. I'm like, those kids got to be freezing. I mean, the kids were the kids were all playing. You know, they were having a great time. I'm like, too old for that. Sorry. And I did sit out to dry off with blankets over me or towels over me, <laughs> and and I still got some sun even though it was overcast. Right. You know, so I because I went, oh hey, look, my watch. I actually have a suntan line. Sun, sun line. <laughs> well, we had just gotten back from New Mexico. I think the week before you went to California. Mm-hmm. And the first day that Brian, well, we went to Santa Fe, did little shopping, ate outside. It was supposed to rain the whole time. Oh my gosh, I didn't tell you about our vehicle. What you did you get a Turo vehicle? We got a Turo. Did I already talk about this? No, you did we got not. Got a Turo. All I was responsible for was the rental car. So Turo, I will. Oh throw, yes, throw. you did. You did talk about this. Yes. <laughs> Where well, was a too cute, small. <laughs> cute little red convertible. I was so excited. No kids. Woohoo! Let's do this. And we show up, and you can't and get your bags in there. There's not room for our luggage That's in the vehicle. So I have pictures. It's a hoot. So bottom line, we put the small luggage in the trunk. We emptied the large suitcase, threw all the clothes in the trunk, slammed the trunk shut. I got in the front seat, and Brian tucked my legs and feet in our large suitcase. So I'm sitting there in the front seat, practically in a suitcase, and there's more room on an airplane than there was for me in this front seat suitcase So I did a better job finding our Turo. I just want to let you know. Because we used an Uber. Okay, it wasn't wasn't so bad because it's little short trips here and there, and we went to Target and Walmart and that kind of stuff. But on Friday, the conference was over on Thursday, and Friday was a, a given day to us from our church to just be able to relax, which was really nice. Awesome. So we rented a, a Nissan Kicks, which I've never seen before, but it was a 2023 Nissan Kicks, and it was in burnt orange. Do you know what's really awesome about a burnt orange car? When it's not yours, you can find it in a parking lot. 
Well, I I get that all the time with my 12 passenger van. There's not many of those out there. No, oh, well, I see them all the time. But a burnt orange car yeah. would be And I told a the guy easier. that How dropped, fun. he even dropped it off cuz he lived 3 minutes away and he took his skateboard back home. Anyway, he said <laughs> he goes, "Oh, I never even thought about that, but we just love the color orange. They have 42 cars in their fleet." And this was a brand new Nissan Kicks. Through it was Turo. Yeah. Brilliant. And and we only needed it from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. How fun. So we met him in front of the hotel at 8 a.m. He grabbed his skateboard to go back home. And then we got home early, so we just texted him, and he goes, no problem. It was 9 o'clock. We finished our tour at 9 o'clock. I'm I'm telling you, that is brilliant. If we lived closer to an airport, I promise you we would be doing that. That's what Tom said. Tom said, I would totally be doing that. Do you know it only cost us $90 for the day? And we had 200 miles, which we never even came close to, but we went everywhere. Love it. So I told Brian, now that Isabel's going to go to college in Arizona, I'm like, maybe we should get a car, not for her, but for her, keep it out there at the airport for Turo and do that. Then when we come to visit, we always have a car. So I may have to look into that. Yeah, but you have to clean it in between and you have to check it No, you know what? When we did a Turo in Colorado, it was required that we had to clean it. That was part of the deal. So when you get... Your vehicle, it'll tell you about the gas or where to take it. Yeah, we had the same thing. But one of them specifically said, you have to vacuum it out. And so we did. And then we were like, I'm never doing this again. But that was part of the deal. No, I didn't. The same thing happened when we were in Colorado. I wonder if we had the same group because it was a husband and wife, that young couple, and they had several cars in their fleet as well, which is a great business. Yes. And it was parked in that one lot right outside the airport and you just you get a shuttle to it and you pick your car up it was and then you put it back and did he tell you or do you remember them saying there's not good reception so take a picture of the instructions in case you can't see them no oh didn't get that well we had no problem the last two times we used turo i mean this is not paid for by turo i just want (laughs) to let you know although we should i know right I, i swear by them i love them it is such a good deal it's it's kind of the way you know, Uber take over, took over for taxis, basically. Yes. And Turo is like the Airbnb of cars. Exactly. And I, I told Tom, I said, you know, we could get a little Mini Cooper for the day. And mm-hmm. he was like, ooh, are there convertibles? Because, yeah, you can rent all kinds of cool cars. I know, but just make sure that you pack accordingly yeah. <laughs> so that you're not stuck in your suitcase. So literally, I was Brian's stowaway for oh, that little trip. That's funny. But weather-wise, it was supposed to rain the whole time in New Mexico, Santa Fe, and then Albuquerque. And it didn't rain. It was beautiful, but I was exhausted. So the first day it was hanging out in the hotel room, ordering food service when Brian was going to his meetings. Mm -hmm. And the next day I went to the pool and got burnt to a crisp. Mm. I was out for maybe three hours. So then the next day it was uncomfortable to... Wear a brawl. So the next day I was <laughs> in bed again <laughs> because it hurt. I was yeah. so burnt. So vacations are great. You just got to be careful in and out of the weather. Did you guys have any desire to go to Disneyland when you were out there? No, no. And last year we were in Orlando and we didn't want to get anywhere near Disneyland then either. We we yeah. were just, we just want to go to the beach. Yeah. So when we got our car at eight o'clock in the morning, the first thing we did was we went to Hollywood. Okay. Because, and that was about, it was an hour and 15 minutes because of traffic. traffic. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But we went to Hollywood because he'd never been to California. 
He hadn't? No. And so uh, I was stationed down there in that okay. same area. I mean, I lived right down from Disneyland for right. three years or for a couple of years. Anyway, no, it wasn't even that long. It was just when I was having my son. Anyway, but I knew the area pretty well, and he'd never been to any of these things. So I took him to Hollywood, and I already had mapped out everything, like where we were going to park, blah, blah, blah. Right. We went to Chick-fil-A. So I'm like, hey, Chick-fil-A, that'll work. Why didn't you go to In-N-Out Burger? Are you kidding me? I know. We thought about it. It was right across the road. we cannot be friends. I I told him, you know, we should get In-N-Out. But it didn't work out any of the times that we wanted to go to In-N-Out. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm blocking (laughs) you out. Have you been to Whataburger? Yes. Okay. I had never been to Whataburger until we were in New Mexico. We totally do not like it. Okay. Not at all. And it's it's in in Columbus. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on. I can't. Well, Brian. Okay. And Hollywood is a Wahlburgers, which I was like, oh, I always wanted They're to go to a Wahlburger. Aren't they? Yeah, they are too. Okay. But I've never been to that one either. Anyway, back to your Chick-fil-A in California story. I just went to Chick-fil-A. Well, it turns out it was just a uh, more like a, you know how ice cream shops, you don't go in, you just order yeah. at the window. Yeah, that was all it was. So it really wasn't conducive for what we needed, which was a bathroom by then. Oh, and so, I see. And we were going to park. So right up the road was an IHOP. Listen, Tom is very uh, against IHOP. It's just not a place he wants to go. If I ever say, hey, you want to go to IHOP? Nope. But this was where we needed to go, and it was right around the corner. Why is he anti-IHOP? I I guess he had a bad experience there once. So who knows? Okay. Well, anyway, we parked in the parking lot, went into IHOP, sat down, and had breakfast. We had a nice little breakfast. We were only a block and a half away from Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. And so we went ahead and had this really fantastic breakfast, went to the bathroom several times, which because we could. (laughs) And then we walked up the street right past the in and out because we'd already eaten breakfast. Come on. And we went right up to Hollywood Boulevard, Man's Chinese Theater. It's not Man's anymore. Man's Chinese Theater is no longer Man's. It is TCL's Chinese Theater. Got to keep it politically correct. (sighs) Anyway. It's always been man's Chinese theater to me because that's what I remember. Anyway, we went up there and I said, oh, there's Madame Tussauds. And he goes, what's that? So I said, oh, you got to go look at the wax figures. So we went and just looked at the ones that were sitting outside. And he thought that was kind of cool. And then we walked over and started looking at the Walk of Fame and seeing who was out there. He was like, I don't really care about that stuff. He's not into the celebrity thing. And I said, well, there's some artists and things that I think you might like. You know, pick one. They have a whole map, you know, and tell me one and I'll find where they're at. He wasn't interested in doing any of that. But then he starts walking Uh-oh. and he's like, Lynette, Annette Funicello. Oh, Mickey Mouse. Look at that. And, you know, he was just. Then the kid totally, in him came out. Totally a tourist. Oh, fun. <laughs> and then in front of the Chinese theater is where they put the handprints and the footprints. Okay. And so we went around looking at those. And I did a lot of video just for mom so she could experience it with us. And so I did a lot of video. I said, you got to look for Roy Rogers and Trigger. And he was like, really? Sure enough. Oh, cool. There's Roy Rogers with his cowboy boots and his gun, which I forgot was there. Okay. And Trigger's, you know, footprints were there as well. Oh, fun. <laughs> and um, so we did that, and then we walked up the street a little bit just to see some other things. It wasn't really, we only went a block, and you know, it's very touristy. And then we came down the other side, and yeah, that was about it. One thing I thought was very interesting Jimmy Kimmel Live okay. is filmed right across the street from the Chinese Theater. Which again is not called the Chinese Theater, but go ahead. It is called the Chinese Theater, it's just not man's Chinese Theater. It is now TCL's okay. Chinese Theater. Anyway. 
because it's still a Chinese theater, still shaped like a Chinese theater. <laughs> that hasn't changed. Anyway, uh, I, I looked across the street. It says Jimmy Kimmel Live filmed here, but it's a Mason. It's a it's a Masonic building. Really? It had all the Masonic stuff. And I go, well, look at that. Jimmy Kimmel's is filmed in a Masonic temple, which is very weird. It must have been converted. But anyway, it was just very interesting. Fun facts. Did not go to Wahlburgers, which I would have loved to have done, but we just ate. And then uh, we went back to our car because we left the car over there at IHOP. It was right. perfect. No nope. free parking. And um, then we went up to the observatory, which I knew Tom would love because he loves space and he loves the ocean and top and bottom. He loves it all. Right. So we did a planetarium show and it's, yeah. All that evolution stuff and walked around a little bit and took a picture in front of the Hollywood sign and, you know, that kind of fun stuff. And all that you had mapped and planned out or you yeah. just kind of okay. mapped and planned out and didn't pay for parking. It, it said parking, but then it didn't where we were parked. It didn't say it. So I was like, OK, well, I didn't pay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I was I don't know if I'm going to get a ticket in the mail or not. Turo will get the Turo ticket. will get the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and then. um then we wanted to go to the beach, and I had all these several beaches that I wanted to take him to, but again, the traffic was horrible. And so getting down to the beach, we decided to start at Huntington Beach, but okay. by the time we got down there, it was later in the afternoon. We didn't even bother getting in a swimsuit because the wind was so cold. Yeah. I wore a hoodie and pants, and we walked to the beach for a little bit. We walked out on the pier and took some pictures and talked to, there was a drummer who was busking, so Tom was really into this guy drumming. And then, you know, there were some people that were doing evangelism and we stopped to talk to them. And then it was recommended for us to go over and get these tacos, which was right across the street, Sancho's Tacos. Okay. And those were, I mean, you get really good, authentic Mexican food when you go to that far south. Right. And then walked up the street and got an ice cream and, you know, it was cold. (laughs) We spent more money on parking there than doing anything else because we stayed there several hours and... We got the to- got the sand on our feet. That was probably the big thing. So did you have any bit of, I miss living in California? Oh, gosh, no. Oh. It was so expensive. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Do you know our church paid us a per diem of $59 per person per day? Yeah, that is the government like, thing. That's like one meal. That is one meal. Yeah. And... If we ate three times in a day, that was ridiculous. So we tried to eat cereal in our room and eat yogurt and and eat salads because we had a refrigerator. And then we'd go get one meal. And like one day we went to Red Robin at lunch and it was so filling because Red Robin has bottomless like everything. Yum. And we didn't have to eat the rest of the day. So we had to really be creative, but it was just it's so expensive. Over five dollars a gallon for gas. And we, we thankfully didn't use that much in this little Nissan kicks, but Tom was like, you are the best tour guide. I'm like, Oh, that's because he gets lost really, really easily. (laughs) But he, you know, we did have a good time and I wanted to show him all the things that I thought he would enjoy. We didn't make it to all the other beaches. We only made it to Huntington beach, but it was beautiful. And then I didn't even think about it. A friend of mine who I graduated high school with lives right up the road at Seal Beach. And I said, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about texting Eric. Oh. So I texted him and he was busy. He was doing a project and he couldn't get away. But it was really a, a bummer because I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm coming to California and I'm not even going to see my childhood friend. <laughs> Fail. But you re- but you reached out. I, 
remember when we lived in San Diego, we drove up the coast um, a couple different times. And then when we lived in Lemoore, we were like that three hours from everything, which was cool because three hours to the beach, to the mountains, to Disney. Yeah. Took Isabel on a mother-daughter getaway right before we moved here and went to Hollywood, did the, oh my stars, what's it called? That boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard? Yep. Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> you know, that one. Anywho. <laughs> I'm like, that's you what could, it's called. You could tell I could care less, but you know, that famous one, Hollywood Boulevard, um, Rodeo Drive. I mean, all oh, that, all those that's things. Beverly Hills. Yeah, Beverly Hills. We did all that. And we went to the Hollywood sign. Brian had no desire to explore down in Hollywood or anything yeah. LA because of traffic, but I did. So we went down there. I'm like, Isabel, all the movies, see the sign. And you know what's down below the Hollywood sign? It's that dog park. And all she did was just playing with and wanting to talk to the owners and pet the dogs. I'm nice. like, could I please get a picture of you? Wear my sunglasses. You got to have fun sunglasses on. And <laughs> But I, I, Tom was exclaiming about the housing up there and mm. outside of Hollywood. And I said, you know, I really need to take you over to Beverly Hills because you will really right. freak out. But uh, we didn't get a chance to go over there. I was thinking about going across to the coast going through Beverly Hills and going to the coast mm -hmm. and then going down Pacific Coast Highway, which is a beautiful drive. Oh, yeah. But we didn't have enough time. So that's why I went straight to Huntington Beach. So there you go. There's our adventures in California. But the chaplaincy training was really, really excellent. We did that for two days before things with the conference started. And it was just a real blessing. We we hung out with people that we now feel are like our tribe Right. Because they're all in chaplaincy like we are. And we ha made some great friends and made some other connections and different ways that we can do some chaplaincy around. And, oh, it's just fantastic. So it's do you best. feel that your world has opened up even more? Well, I feel to... like I'm more connected to the Foursquare Chaplaincy, which is great. So we're chaplains here in Ohio, but we're also now... Wait, you said Ohio. Are you saying hello? Or are you actually talking <laughs> about the state of Ohio? <laughs> Anyway, sorry. The state Squirrel. of Ohio. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we we are with the Foursquare Church as well, or at least I am right now. He's in the process of getting his credentialing. But what's really nice is that when we do our Foursquare chaplaincy, they gave us breakfast. So we got a, to grab a plated breakfast and sit down and meet people. And we met lots of great people and got to know him a lot. And yeah, it's just, it was a fantastic time. And we got taught uh, about health of the, the helper and we saw some things that we needed to work on and it was just really great. So what's exciting for me to hear is hear you and Tom still newlyweds. Newlyweds, yes. What, two years in August. Yep. And just growing together. Mm -hmm. I, I picture the pyramid where, you know, growing together, growing up, the pyramid growing up, but it's going up the pyramid to continue to connect closer to things of the Lord yeah. and where the two of you are doing that together and bringing your singlehoodness. Is that a word? <laughs> and just, I don't know. It's just beautiful to just continue to hear how you guys are just combining and doing life together yeah. as you intended to further God's kingdom. And you know, it was it was a big step of faith when we got married because we didn't see all of it yet. Right. But as we're married, we start seeing more of it and and it's, you know, exactly what we'd both prayed for for the whole time. But what is neat is 
we knew from the beginning that God was going to heal our families. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I knew that this was going to happen, but it had to start with him and I, and we've been going through this process. God has been gently guiding us through this process of healing in different ways, dealing with some of the past issues. And it, it comes from all different directions, but it's really God just guiding us. And then we both got the book, Pete Scazzaro, the emotionally healthy disciple is the name of the book. And it is actually a part two or a second writing. He, he started with leadership. His wife wrote women. They're all emotionally healthy books. And the discipleship one is the most recent. Well, it had been recommended to our church to do this as a leadership. So we went ahead and got the hoopla, which, you know, you can get hoopla free from the library and started listening to the book. It was so good that we had to order the book now. And it's all about all these different ways of healing so that your your church body will be more healthy. Interesting. And we're planning on doing that in the fall. Okay. But here's the thing. This whole process that God's been walking us through, this training that we did was the perfect little fit right in the middle that is going to help us lead. And it just, it was amazing to me how God is just walking us through and healing us and helping us to be able to heal our families too. It's really great. It's awesome. Oh. That's exciting. So now we figured that was our anniversary trip. Okay, I figure that's our anniversary trip because we were gone for over a week, you know, and Tom's like, no, we're still doing something for our anniversary. I'm like, what? Good for him. We don't have the money anymore. <laughs> we just spent it <laughs> in California. So, you know, can't do two a year. I, I want If he says you can do two, then you can do two. What Let I, him do that. What I'd really like to do is go on a cruise. Ooh. I would really like to do a cruise. And in certain times of the year, they're not that expensive. I was going to say, wait for a cruise until, you know, February, March. When January. Ohio. Is terrible. Yeah, January, yeah, when, yeah. But they, yeah, I looked at the prices between like November and January, and it was a huge difference. It was only like $300 per person, and I don't have to be above water. Have you gone before? <laughs> Never have been okay, on a cruise. I knew that you had one planned, but there was crazy with the pandemic. Yes. And all this, I couldn't remember right. trying to connect the dots. But yes, yes, totally doable. That's one of my big, hey, Brian, let's just take the whole family and go and do that. Yeah. Um, we've got to get passports all that fun well he stuff. also wants to go to lakeside which is yeah. a, something that we like to do for a weekend yeah just to remember that's where we went on our honeymoon and so play shuffleboard and yes we have to play shuffleboard i gotta get you know uh -oh. that man he is the sweetest nicest man <gasps> sorry the way that you were like that man but i'm telling He's you what sweetest. he uh -oh. is so competitive and he always says that i'm oh, competitive Angie, you're competitive too yes. for heaven's sake but i'm like in your face talking crap with him you know i'm like trying to get him to go come on and he is like oh honey i'm not i'm not competitive like that no i'm not gonna talk he's, he's i'm not gonna mind talk games smack. with you that's right. what it is yeah so when we were at the convention they had this coffee hour and they had music and things like that and they had cornhole and they had mm -hmm. connect four okay well cornhole he's like come on we're gonna play well, I started getting good, but every time I got better, he got better too. See? And he was always better than me. Encouraging and lifting one each other up. But then we played Connect Four. He didn't even know how to play it and he still beat me. <laughs> I mean, and he's like, I'm, I said, 
you're just messing with me. And he says, why do you say that? I said, because I'm throwing the little cornhole bag. It hasn't even landed. And you're going, good job, honey. No, stop saying that. That's not what you're meaning. I have an idea for your second anniversary. What? It's called counseling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, what's really funny is I sat down with his son and played cards. Oh, I think this was, it was several weeks ago. And we were playing cards and he's a nice, sweet kid, too. But he got really competitive as well. And he hmm. did exactly like Tom does. And I said, oh, my gosh, you are just like your father. Being all- <laughs> we all have a mini me. The good, the bad, the ugly. He was. But but Jonathan would go the little extra mile that when he won, he really rubbed it in where Tom doesn't do that. Tom doesn't rub it in. But he he definitely. I bet Tom wants to. He wants He to. knows better for the sake of the marriage. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. Oh, anyway, so that was my week. How's your week been? How's the heat in Ohio? What'd you guys do in the heat? Did you open the pool? The pool is opened. Great. Uh, we had about 50 kids over. Because I'm going to need a place to come and suntan since there you Cal- go. California, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yes. <laughs> and now I don't have to fight with the chicken. <laughs> that is true. We have no chickens. We have one dog. We're just down to one dog. One Daisy May. Dog. We rehomed Rory, which okay. she needed to go to the farm or find a farm to go to. <laughs> You know, read between the lines. She, yeah, I know. Anywho. Uh, funny. What, what what do you say in the South? God, or, oh, oh bless your heart. That's what bless it was. Your heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the relationship I had with this dog. Anywho. <laughs> uh, so down to one dog, down to just one cat with some kittens, most beautiful, cute. More kittens. kittens. Well, yes, our cat gets around. So, you know, there's that. There is a way of preventing that, you know. No, because when we were in New Mexico, my mother, oh, Stayed with the kids, you know. God love her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and some of Cinderella's friends came for a visit. While you were in New Mexico. Mice, yes. And she was, yeah. So anyway, she tended to that. My dad came. That's not his his thing. He had childhood trauma. So he went home. Wait, mice? You had mice? Yes, there were some mice in the house. Oh, well, you have an old farmhouse, so that's not unusual. But it's still gross. I know. Okay, so my dad had childhood trauma from mice, and so she sent him home. He he was going to stay for the week as well, but he went home. He wasn't going to stay in the house. Really? Yeah. I just can't see your dad doing that. It was, yeah. We're going to have to have a talk. No, 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 no. Don't you (laughs) dare mention anything to my father. I'm not kidding. No, it's on the podcast. Yeah, well, he'll he'll turn it off. I'm I'm sure. He okay. Will. Yeah. No. So anyway, so mom was there. So all this goes back to our cat, and I don't know if you remember our cat's name is Hellcat. That's no. what we named her Hellcat because <laughs> when we first got her, she we try and love on the cats to make them friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're kittens. Well, she got her claws. She's an outdoor cat. Got her claws stuck in Isabel's arm oh and my Isabel gosh. couldn't get it off so she kept yanking her arm in which each time the claws dug in oh and it was really bad so oh. her name is Hellcat oh. and Isabel had to go to the urgent care Brian was at work he's like take her in there's you know cat scratch fever oh, all yeah, this yeah, other yeah. stuff that's a thing I thought it was just a song oh no it's a thing it's like Brian that's one thing that he's like Mm-mm, with is that because the they have a lot of dirt under their nails uh, I don't know. I just take his word for it, but you can oh, yeah. get okay. major okay. you know, infection. So anyway, so 
Hellcat has new kittens. We love Hellcat. She came home the other day with, you know, a critter from the field. So she's on duty again. Oh, she is actually taking care of said mice. She does. But I think because she was in the barn giving birth to kittens for quite some time and tending to the kittens. While the cat's away. Yes. The mice will play. Yes, exactly. Look at that. Bam. So. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I just had a babies and y'all going to take care of your own mice. Exactly. So Did you get I some told help mom, for mice? Did you get rid of the mice? Mom, My mom did so i <gasps> vicky i'm yes. so proud of you yeah she's, but she's all woman right there oh well she said nicole <laughs> if there was a snake i would have left that's her thing if it's a snake if she would not step foot in our house if our kids ever had pet snakes she just that's that's it huh? that's where you draw the line everybody has their thing and you don't want everybody to know what that is and it's more than a pet peeve mine's probably spiders I'm not real crazy about spiders. Yeah. Well, I can handle a snake. I picked up a snake in my backyard and Tom was like, don't touch it. And I picked it up. Come on. It's a snake. It's a garter snake. Ian's really good at collecting or finding or getting the snakes. I just don't know which ones are poisonous. So, Well, it, if he sticks to the garter snakes, he's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. So, and our, and our house is like in the country. It's not like a farm, but it's a farm. It's like yes, a. It's a farm. Uh, you just don't, don't. It's just not a working farm. No. Well, kids. But other than that, <laughs> no. But I mean, you're not. You know, you don't have animals and such. But right. But so, it is still a farm space. Yes. So you asked how things are going after Isabel's graduation, graduation party, all the things, just getting the house in order and ready to just enjoy. I mean, that's kind of where we're enjoy at. Enjoy the summer. Yes. And okay. I purposely not planning very much i need i know it's a very foreign thing for me but i need to do that i want some flexibility to do things or pick and choose or you know hey come on over yes i can go over yes i can do this instead of oh no i've got plans oh no i'm busy i don't want to do that i just this is a season of i don't want to say nothing but a season of i'm really simplifying that's what i'm doing (sighs) i'm simplifying simplifying and just Taking a break, breathing. Yeah. I'm on a break for myself. That's what it is. You know, I think we're more aware of it because we got a forced break in 2020. And now we're like, I need a break because we remember what it was like. Mm-hmm. But when you grow up and you never have a break, you just keep going. Right. But the fact that we were forced in 2020 to just stop, that was good. It was good for everybody. And now it's like, oh, okay. It's been three years. We need to rest again. Right. So I'm that God has been telling yes. me to simplify so much. And so Tom said, stop saying yes to things, please. Right. And so we've been saying no to a lot of worship opportunities and a lot of different things. And it's funny, my friend Jen and I have done the car show here in Bell Fountain in August for years. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, hey, I've, I've got her application in blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, no, I forgot to tell Jen that we didn't That's want to do a the card. No. Yeah. So I didn't say anything to her. I said something to Tom. I go, I'm going to have to have a talk with Jen because she thinks I'm going to be helping, blah, 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 blah. Well, she came into church on Sunday and she goes, Hey, I, I, we just got a new rollout of products with my company and now they've scheduled us all this training and I'm not going to be able to do the car show. She goes, You're welcome to take it with your other friends, you know, other people that you play with and go ahead and do it. And I said, Honestly, We've been saying no, so I'm good. She goes, fantastic. I'll take oh, us off yay. the list. So we're we're not doing the car show for the first time in a long time. And it's probably going to be, I mean, that was a season and it's done. That's what I was just going to say. Right. There are different seasons. There yeah. are. And just because you've always done it doesn't mean you need to, which then brings me back to 
rock the lake, which is weird, but that is the one thing that we've been helping with Mm -hmm. for years now. And this is the year I wanted to step back and say, no, this shouldn't come as a surprise to you. But Brian said, no, we're doing it. So he's now bringing me along, which is okay. It's the only thing you got to do this summer. It'll be fine. No, (laughs) no. The tricky part, Angie, the tricky part is we're taking Isabel to college at the end of August. And I know Uh, all the prep work and I know how that our responsibility is. You know, it's just like me planning a wedding. After Rock the Lake, I got busy with the wedding. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And it works. It worked out. So it'll all come together. It'll all be good. But I am trying to make room for it. No, I'm not trying. I am making room Sure. Or rest and yes. just enjoying. Otherwise, you get burnt out. Yeah, and I exactly. Don't, that's not good. And that was part of our training was trying to avoid burnout, listening to your body, that kind of stuff. Right. Which was really helpful for us. Well, I know that people always say to me, I know you're busy, but. And I said, you know, I'm really not too busy to come and help you or to be doing ministry because I said, I'm, I'm loosening our schedule. I'm not planning as much because we want to have more time for friends and family Mm -hmm. and we want to have more time for ministry. We're chaplains now. Now we're on call whenever necessary. And we want to have space for God, for what God wants us to do. And I I even said this to somebody yesterday. You know, we get all kinds of great opportunities. They are great opportunities. But the Bible even says they may be good, but it doesn't mean they're all beneficial for us. And we have to actually follow what God wants. He gives us options. He's like, look, I can give you anything, but he's got a better way. And when we tune in to the better way, then then it's a better way. Right. And so even though there are lots of options, we're we're just kind of hanging back because God is the one doing the leading. Yep. And we're both entering into a time of study because I didn't tell you this. Uh, I'll have to tell you this. So Tom is working on his licensing. So he's got a lot of study to do. Okay. He's got books he's got to read. He's got, you know, online courses he's got to take. And and we're trying to get him through the process a little quicker than normal because um, that's the only part he's lacking. Like his character and his Christian development and that kind of stuff is is on par. So he really needs to learn the Foursquare stuff and get that taken care of and be able to be able to go to a board, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so I told you, I think that when Tom's daughter graduated with her master's in, theo- uh, master's in divinity from Ashland University, I got inspired and I wanted to go back and do my doctorate. Did no, I tell you this? No. I've always wanted to finish my doctorate. I have an MBA. Okay. So much for slowing down. Okay. The, d- this is back to okay. what am I supposed to be doing? I'm, I just, I said, I want to try it. So I inquired about it and had some conversations, had an hour long conversation with the dean of that area, blah, 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 and got all the information that I need. Now, because I have an MBA and nothing theological, I have to have a few more classes before I can even start with a doctorate. Do they allow life experience? I know some. Yeah, we talked about that and there's there's very little. Okay. And I've already gotten a lot of that from my MBA, blah. Okay. Uh, So when it came down to it, all that I had to do, it was like, okay, it's going to be X amount of dollars, and maybe this isn't the time to do that, and do I really need to do it? What, what's my motivation? I just always wanted it. I can't even okay. explain it. So I kind of put it on the back shelf and said, okay, I'm just going to wait on God, because if it's God, and I'm truly supposed to go that way, 
then it's going to happen. Okay. And it, it's not me pushing. It's him just doing what he's doing. So I go to this training, and on the second day, while we're having breakfast, LPU comes in. That's Life Pacific University. That's our Foursquare University that's in California. Right. And Angie Ritchie, who's in charge of Life Pacific University, has been our trainer for these last two days. Okay. And so we had a relationship with her already. She gets up there with these two other guys, and they announce a Master in Divinity program that is starting in July. And... Next year, a doctorate in divinity. Oh, wow. Yeah. And also they're doing a chaplaincy course, which is another thing. But Oh, Angie, wow. I said to the guy, I go, this is crazy. Even Tom looked at me and said, there you go. I mean, this is crazy that I've been looking for it. And here it is right in front of me. So I talked to the provost. <laughs> and I said, this is what I've been waiting for, and this is what I've done so far. And he's like, send me this stuff. And I got in touch with all kinds of people and made great connections. Their booth was actually right next to our Foursquare Chaplain booth. So I got a chance to talk to him while I was working the booth. And, yeah, I mean. That's it, exciting. So I may be able to finish my Master's in Divinity within the next year. Okay. And then we'll see if it goes on. But the other thing was these op other opportunities were opening up. And these other opportunities, which are far-fetched and really a God thing, but, you know, I, God can do anything, they require a master's in divinity. Okay. So I said, well, whether that thing pans out, because that's a far-fetched deal, whether that pans out or not, I really would like to finish the master's in divinity. So it looks like I just need a year's worth of schooling and I can have my master's in divinity. So how wonderful that you were already following the Lord's lead to kind of back off from some things. And there it was in front say, of me. No, yes. And that's, oh, that's what I'm beautiful. saying. If it's God, then it's going to work out. Right. And they're pricing. If it's God, it's going to work out if you continue to stay open to what it is that he has. Yeah. There's you, You've got to be at a place yeah. of, okay, Lord, that surrender of, okay, Lord, what next? This hasn't panned out. I keep trying to move forward, but so. Right. And I have, and I've also given up that drive to have to have my doctorate. I, I can't understand what it is, but I, I mean, I already have my thesis projects picked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So there you go. That's, that, that was a little extra tidbit that came out of this week. So we'll see where it goes. Okay. And then I will have to be in study time like my husband is, and we'll have to put that, you know, that'll have to be yeah. a higher priority. And that'll allow me, if I get rid of all the other stuff in life, and if that's where God wants me to go, then I'll have that time. When you say get rid of all the other stuff, all I hear is your season's changing. Yes. And your seasons are changing together in alignment for. Well, there you yeah. go. Now, my husband's not anywhere close to. No, but what I mean is the the studying together. You're yeah. on different paths, but that. We're still being able to study together. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. So, we'll see if it works. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. If nothing, okay. I'm not I'm not any worse off right now. I haven't put any money down. <laughs> right. There you go. Once you financially commit. But it yeah. is a whole lot cheaper for me to be able to go to the Foursquare University, especially as a Foursquare pastor. So, okay. There you go. Beautiful. That's my news. That's all of my news. Now, you've stepped into my world for another, for the last week and a half. <laughs> well, that's the semi-update for me, I suppose. Well, I next know, week I expect a, you know, a whole lot more update. 
oh, I'm sure there'll be a lot more because I got a whole week's worth of I have no idea what's going on. I'm taking it one day at a time. <laughs> so maybe we should make a challenge for the summer. Oh, my gosh. I don't want one more thing to do. Every week oh. we are able to to testify on how God is blessing <laughs> Our simplicity of life. <laughs> when you said testify in my in my head, I'm like testify to doing nothing. No, it's true. That's what I. But need. if God uh, is calling us to simplify, let's give an account each week on how God has helped us to simplify and how He has blessed us in that. Because I believe in the Sabbath and I believe in the Sabbath rest, and I think there are huge blessings that come from that. But what if we also simplify? So that we give God an opportunity, more opportunity to use us because we're not filling it with other things. We're filling it with God. That and resonates. each week we can, you know, keep each other kind of accountable moving forward. Okay. okay? Sound like a plan? Sounds good. I think I'm going to. And all you have to do is think back up to your you. week. I did less than you did. Okay. <laughs> That's fine with me. <laughs> How no, many times did it. you sit on your butt this week? Right. I mean, there's, there's things I want to do like. I got to put a garden in yet. Mm-hmm. We got all these plants growing. We just put one in on. We. Brian just put one in on. With <laughs> Do you have girls. a tiller? I could really use a tiller. Um, I'll ask Brian. I don't know. Because <laughs> maybe you guys could bring that tiller with you. For you dinner, yeah. For dinner. No, no actually. Here's shoot a, me a text because I won't remember I'm at that age. We're not, we're not actually doing a tiller. We're oh. actually doing, um, you know, I've been looking at raised beds for mom oh, yeah. so that mom can be comfortable and able to do the she loves doing gardens, but she can't get on the ground. Right, right, right. So I am doing straw bales. We're putting straw bales in a big rectangle and filling it with dirt, and that's going to be our garden. And awesome. then she can sit on the straw bales. Okay. Wasn't that, isn't that, it's a fabulous idea. That's a fabulous idea. Thank you. Angie. Thank Yay. you. I saw it on Pinterest. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Until next week, my friend. All right. See ya. Bye. Rise FM Podcast Network.